Hello and welcome to the Treasures Within podcast. I'm your host, Georgia G, multi-passionate success coach and healer for purpose-driven female entrepreneurs. If you're ready to get out of your own way so you can build a wildly profitable business from your passions, this show is for you. Tune in every Tuesday for inspiring interviews and mindset tools to heal self-sabotage so you can double your income, reach those big business goals that have eluded you up until now, and create a life of freedom and abundance on your own terms. My guest today is Evelina Srebrenska, a certified clinical hypnotherapist and rapid transformational therapist. Evelina has an amazing story. She never thought she would become an entrepreneur. She became a journey of self-discovery when she was 21 years old. And at the time she packed up all her belongings and left home and the country in search of a better life, a life on her own terms, a life that was no longer ruled by others. She had only 30 pounds and she didn't know what the future would hold for her, but she knew that whatever there was, it would be better than the life she left behind. She was so determined to make it work no matter what, because she had nothing to lose and everything to gain. And even though her family was unhappy with her decision, she decided that that was not going to stop her. And so she traveled to so many places. She climbed Mount Everest Base Camp and did many interesting things. And today she wears many hats as a hypnotherapist, an RTT therapist, also an NLP master practitioner, transformational coach and confidence and mindset coach. She works with anxious and frustrated overthinkers, high achieving professionals and entrepreneurs who are ready to say yes to themselves and create extraordinary lives and businesses. She helps them transform their identity using subconscious programming so that they can step up in all aspects of their lives with courage, self-trust and unstoppable confidence. If what you are doing right now isn't working, if you are not happy with with the life and business that you have right now, it's time to do something else. It's time to change your identity. And in this conversation, Evelina shares exactly how to do that. So let's dive in. Welcome to the podcast, Evelina. So excited to have you here. This is a, a very important conversation we're about to have. But first, can you share with our listeners who you are, your story, and how you came to do this work? Well, thank you for having me. It's wonderful to be here. And as you see, my name is Ovalina Stoblewska, and I'm calling from Scotland, beautiful cold Scotland this morning. And firstly, I'm a clinical hypnotherapist and transformational coach. And how did I come about to actually become one is I was searching for a solution to my own problems. I knew that I am capable of so much more, yet I kept 
sabotaging myself time and time again. And I couldn't figure out why am I doing this? Like I knew that I can do so much better. And it was really frustrating when you're doing the same mistakes time and time again. And whatever you I've tried, whether I was reading books and following gurus on YouTube and doing all those things, I still struggled. Yes, there were small changes. However, there was no a massive change that would really shift me somewhere else. So that's how I bumped into working with the subconscious mind and primarily through hypnosis, which it doesn't have to be. There's various ways you can go about it. And I was wowed how important is our identity and how we come about each one. I want to learn this and I want to help all the women to do the same because I was always someone who was very strongly opinionated, if I can say this, about a role of us women in a society and idea who is women and how successful we can be and how we see ourselves. So to kind of clarify this, I'm Polish. So I came up with deeply rooted ideas about what a woman is. You know, Poland is a very Catholic country and everything that is associated with this. And then I moved to the UK and all those ideas were like confronted with a different way of living. It's created a lot of frustration. So that's how I bumped into hypnosis. And basically I do what I do right now. I love the story and I can relate so much to it. Growing up in Italy was very much a culture where the woman is a Seattle mom or maybe she has a job, but she's not the main provider. Like she's a supporter to her partner and to her family. That was not the life that I wanted. I went to London to be more of a career woman and start my businesses. And as you said, that was very confrontational. I was doing all the right things, or at least I thought I was doing the right things, but I was not getting the results because there was an identity conflict there between what I had been taught I should be and what I wanted to be. Did you experience that? And if so, how did you overcome that? Absolutely. That is the identity clash because who we are as person to who I was as me when I came was based upon my identity and identity means beliefs values stories everything that we think we are and how we see ourselves in the world what we think we are capable of uh, and everything else that it's a conglomeration of years of experience Early years, childhood, who we observed, who are our parents, how they related to themselves, society, culture, all of those things leading into us identity. But what I wanted consciously, which was traveling, moving abroad, doing other things, not having a family, I never wanted children. And that is a huge crush in Polish culture. I'm as a woman supposed to be married and have children because otherwise I cannot possibly be happy. And 
So there was that internal conflict because our identity is really strong and that's the subconscious mind. That's the values, the stories that we keep telling ourselves. And for the most part, we do not know what are our values or ideas because we don't tend to stop and ponder that. We just kind of glide through life, doing what we do, make decisions, occasionally get frustrated because our life is not what we want it to be. But we don't stop and question, but what are my values? What the stories I keep telling myself that may be getting in the way here? You know, why I keep maybe overthinking my decisions? We don't tend to stop and analyze this. We just get frustrated. All we know that I feel stuck. All we may know that whatever I do, it doesn't work. And that was me, you know. All I knew was the fact that I was overthinking, people-pleasing, I wasn't confident. I never stopped to analyze what is my identity, what are my beliefs, what are the stories. Because I didn't know any of it. They don't teach this at school. But. I got so frustrated with my own BS that I started to dig and dig and dig deeper. And that's the most problem for most women. And I think most people, we just don't teach any of it anywhere in a curriculum. I don't know about you, but I don't think I skipped that class. <laughs> no, I was um, not taught that class. <laughs> exactly. So it's not like we have to completely change our lives but if there is something in your life that you really want consciously but you struggle and whatever you do you can't seems to get it so whether that is your career that promotion that you want or you're looking for a different job whether that is your business you can't seems to take it off the ground you keep sabotaging yourself or procrastinate or putting things off, whatever that is for you, then I would highly encourage you to stop and ask yourself the questions. What are the beliefs, the values, the stories that I keep telling myself around us that may be part of the problem? When actually at the same time, part of the solution. Well, I think that, you know, for me, the human identity is able to protect ourselves, right? Because as long as you conform and be that woman who, as a family, even if that's not your desire, you are accepted by your community. There is no criticism. Well, they criticize other things, but it is a way to protect ourselves and to find belonging. That's why I find it so hard. That clash between what we want and what we are programmed to be mm -hmm. is so strong. Absolutely, consciously, I've never wanted children, and yet every now and again, I might question myself because there's a clash because someone might say something, people question why I don't have them. So whether I consciously say I do not prescribe to certain cultural values, However, I was exposed to them. I was observing them from the day I was born. It has impact on us, whether we like it or not, just by the fact that we are surrounded by certain values or opinions or, or ways of living. And then we may feel like we do not belong. We may feel like we don't fit because it's that clash of identity and what we want consciously and certain beliefs, but we may not even be aware that we have. 
because they are in your subconscious mind uh, buried deeply yeah oh i couldn't agree more and this reminds me again that i only saw the things that you teach is that we are where our attention is because as long as our attention is focused on the cultural beliefs the way the things that we are told growing up and we don't question them that becomes who we are and so if you want to change that we need to shift our attention somewhere else can you elaborate more on that yeah, so this is one of the concepts that i've learned from my mentor and it's phenomenal so we are where our attention is so if i focus on things that do not work for me my attention my thinking my emotions are on this so by the law of physics this is exactly what we're going to get because if i have a belief that nothing ever works out for me maybe i have a deeply buried belief that I'm not good enough or not worthy enough and success needs to struggle. And this is where it's my attention. I keep looking for the evidence. The mind will unconsciously look for the evidence that that belief is true. So my attention is constantly there looking for the evidence. And again, we may not be consciously aware that this is what we are doing, but we are doing this. We're looking at the fact that my life is not where I want it to be. And this is what we're going to get more of. So to get out of this, we actually need to consciously say, okay, so what do I want? I want to be successful. I want to grow my business. I want to find a partner, whatever that is. You want to consciously shift your attention to feel grateful for what you have. Feel grateful for what you want as if already happened. Look for all the beautiful things in your life. You know, practice gratitude every morning and that could be as simple as I am super grateful because I just woke up this morning and I can see a beautiful life that's all we need because it can, if we really struggling with something that we really want it may create a resistance if we're trying to feel grateful for this so we might want to completely shift to something else just be grateful for the fact that you can see or you have clean water or you've got clothes or you've got food in a fridge can be literally as simple as that because it's all about that emotion that we need. So place your attention on what you want, not on what you do not want. And that is difficult for most people because I don't know about you, but I always had this belief in the past that if I have a problem, I have to focus on a problem and try to find a solution. Me focusing on a problem just caused more, more trouble problem wasn't going anywhere because I kept saying I have a problem and I can continue to look for the problem rather than look what is the solution so it's just the subtle differences that are incredibly powerful oh I can't agree more I was talking with a client just last week someone who is very much focused on the problem and ignoring all the positive things that she does that are going well in her life. And her belief was that if she focuses on the positive instead of the negative, if she celebrated the positive instead of trying to fix the negative, that she would stop growing, she would be settling in some way. So can you talk more about that? Yeah, and that's common because I've had that trouble as well. 
it's not like that we settling and we do not want any better. It's just accepting what is, being at peace where we are right now in order to attract more of the abundance and wealth that we want. Because then our attention is, I'm amazing, my life is amazing, I've got food, I've got this, just the simple things. Plus, this does not exclude the fact that we do want to grow and move forward to someone else. We need to put our attention on gratitude, on abundance and wealth that is already in our lives in order to attract more of it. I don't know about Italy, but in Poland, we've got this saying that unhappiness goes in freeze. So if something bad happens in your life, it's almost inevitable that I've been another one and another coming. But that's expectations. And you're already looking for bad things to happen in your life. How about we switch to us and we have the expectation that everything always works out for us? This is another thing that I've learned from my mentor that everything always has been, is, and will be fine. Because even if the so-called bad things happen in our lives, there is always something positive that we can find in it. Because even if we like maybe didn't get the job that we really want or that promotion, something better came along. It wouldn't be possible if we got the thing that we thought that we wanted. So there's always something positive that you can find. Let's say, I don't know, your um, car broke down and you need to pay 200 pounds. It's okay. It wasn't a thousand. It's always, it's that trick to find positive in everything. And that it's usually fairly hard for people. Same thing in Italy, the, the bad things coming free. And it's also a judgment there. Because as you pointed mm -hmm. out, when bad things happen, we label them as bad, but they're not necessarily bad. So because we are expecting something bad, when something happens, we automatically go to, oh, that was a bad thing. But like you said, even if a car breaks down, well, that actually may be a positive thing because now you get to have a better car, you get to fix your car yeah. so that you won't get in an accident. Yeah. And so just the way that you change your judgment and start looking as drop the judgment and just carry the reality this is the way that it is and just be grateful as it is all working out for you and also being grateful being positive it helps you to attract and create according to what uh to want whether when we are not grateful we get more of what we don't want we always creating and attracting what is programmed in us mm -hmm. can you share more about our identity, our judgment, our expectation, our manifesting our current reality and what to do if you want a different reality. So you really need to look at work on identity level. So if you want to attract something else, like a better career or a business or a partner or a new house, whatever that is, think about do you need to show up for yourself in order to get this up. Who is this person already having that career? I can't remember who said this. I think it's, it's Einstein that you cannot solve the problem from the same place it was sorted or something like that. So solution, find the solution from the same place. If you're struggling to create what you want from where you are right now, you really need to up-level your identity and become the person is already having it. So if you want 
uh, promotion or a different career, who would be that person? How would they show up on a daily basis? And that's your values, your stories. So whether you will keep saying to yourself, um, I'm confident, I can do this, this is easy. Look for someone who's higher in that uh, firm, having a similar position. How are they being? How do they show up? How do they talk? What decision do they make? If you can't figure out, I look into my coach. If I want to think, who do I want to be to grow my business? I'm thinking, how is she showing up in her business? This is how I want to be. So it's all about that internal shift first because we cannot attract in our life something more than we already are. So we need to become more first. And that's where work on a subconscious level is so important because if we have a belief that we are not worthy of that success, it's going to be very difficult to shift the identity to show up more confidently, more powerfully, more powerfully with more confidence and that worthiness about us if we deep inside struggle to utter five words at the meeting okay so who would that be person at this meeting would they be confident how would they dress how would they stand what would they be saying so you need to change and you need to, the shift needs to happen inside and the quickest way to shift your identity is through reprogramming your subconscious mind. So it's really important to become clear what is that you want first. Then you need to become clear what are the behaviors? How do you need to be in order to get this? Then obviously, ideally, you do want to work on your subconscious mind through hypnosis, through audio, through meditation, all those things, and start acting as if the thing that you want is already yours and feel grateful for it. And I think that's where the tricky part comes in because most people would say, well, well how can I feel grateful for something I don't have? But that is so important to practice gratitude to work on your subconscious mind like I listen to hypnotic meditations every single night whatever it is that I'm working on because I understand that my shifts needs to happen inside of me first not outside because I cannot attract into my life anything more than I am already so everything that I have in my life right now would not be possible for me the way I was the way I was being let's say five years ago because those energies are very different. Hey, Georgia here. I want to take a quick moment to tell you something. A few years ago, I was stuck in what I call strategy hell. I was literally doing everything to grow my business. I was on all the social media platforms, doing webinars, going to networking events, writing blog posts, sending out newsletters, you name it, I did it. And my business was growing at a snail's pace. It was so frustrating because I couldn't have worked any harder. I was already overwhelmed and burned out. Do you ever feel like that? 
it wasn't until a random encounter with a coach that I realized being in strategy hell is a form of sabotage. You think you're doing everything to grow your business. In reality, you're stuck in busy work because you're afraid of what might happen if you went all in or reached your goals. In my case, I had a massive fear that if I became more successful than my family, my friends, and my partner, they would allow me anymore and they leave me. This fear was buried so deep in my subconscious that I wasn't aware of it until I had a powerful session with my coach. And yet, the fear was running my business and making sure I'd never reached my goal. It was only once I healed the fear that I was able to double my income in a few short months. And my loved one didn't leave me. If you two are working hard, trying all these strategies to go to the next level in your business, you don't need one more strategy. You already have all the strategies you need. If nothing is working, it's because there's a limiting belief that's sabotaging all your efforts. Maybe like me, you're afraid that if you are too successful, you won't fit in with your friends and family anymore and you lose them. Maybe you don't think you are good enough at what you do and they're afraid that if you put yourself out there in a big way, you'll be exposed as a fraud. Or maybe, deep down, you don't believe you're worthy of money and success. Whatever it is, trying to grow a business with these limiting beliefs running in your subconscious is like driving a car with a brake on. No matter how hard you try, you are going to stay stuck where you are. If you want to go to the next level in your business and reach those big income and business goals that have eluded you up until now, you must first heal all those limiting beliefs and all stories that are sabotaging you. Once those self-imposed limitations melt away, you'll be able to step out of strategy hell and confidently take action towards your goals. Those tasks that used to feel hard or scary, like going live on Instagram, doing sales calls, or being a regular guest on podcasts, will now feel easy and fun and you'll be able to reach your goals with ease. If you know, deep down, that healing those limiting beliefs and all stories is the missing piece in getting the results and money you want in your business and you are ready to drop the hustle and step into your six figures mindset, I invite you to book a discovery call with me. On the call, you get coaching on the number one limiting belief, the sabotaging your success and keeping you from reaching your next income level. And if we both feel it's a fit, you'll discover how we can work together to heal the limiting beliefs that are sabotaging you so you can finally build a wildly profitable business from your passions and enjoy financial allocation and time freedom. Remember, the world needs all of your treasures. It's your time to get out of your own way so you can do the work you are meant to do in the world and live a life of freedom on your own terms. These one-on-one calls are limited, so if you are ready to finally make your vision board become your reality, click on the link in the show notes and book in today. 
does that answer your question? It does. And this makes so much sense. I experienced this personally in my life as I was that person and to listen to the podcasts, uh, read articles, and I put some things in practice. But I always found there was a ceiling that I was moving forward, but at a very slow pace. Because even though I had the habits and I know how next level judge I would think and what would she do, in the moment I was not the person yet. And so when I was taking those actions, there was a lot of procrastination, hesitation, waiting, because of my limiting belief and this identity was trying to protect me from changing. And at some point, one of my mentors said, George, like you already know the theory, you already know what you desire, you already know what you need to do to get there. And yet you are still struggling so much. You need to reprogram your subconscious mind either to hypnosis or theta healing or some other Math, but that's the word that is going to catapult you forward. And I know mm-hmm. that you use a lot of tools, like you are a clinical hypnotherapist, you practice RTTP. So can you share with us some tools that people can use to start reprogramming the subconscious mind? So one of the things you can do, you can create your own audio if you want. So what I would say first, become clear what is that you want and create a short audio for yourself it doesn't have to have music or anything it could be 10 minutes just write it down record yourself and listen to it or there's plenty out there that you can buy already pre-recorded obviously you can hire a hypnotherapist like i do rapid transformational therapy i use nlp and coaching as well if you want to go deeper and quicker because we can then find a root cause of your problems because for the most part and it's what we're struggling with, the representing problems. They're coping mechanisms. They're not actually the problem. So we need to find an actual issue, feel it, resolve it, process it, and let it go. Journaling, absolutely phenomenal. If you want to find out what is actually going on in your head. So rather than spend all day overthinking, give yourself 10 minutes in the morning, put all your thoughts on a piece of paper. And after that, you're not allowed overthink. And also journaling helps you to process it, a lot of emotions. There's more coming up if you're just thinking. And actually, when you put it on a piece of paper, it's got therapeutic qualities to it. And things will come up that you would never got to just thinking about it. So you can do this reading and stuff that are amazing but they're not actually reprogramming anything so yes you can read the books but you actually have to then make sure that you work on subconscious level for the reprogramming meditation that can work really well if you really can go into silence regularly every day i think for the most part i would say hire someone because on your own, there is only so much that you can do because your ego will get in a way trying to keep you where you are because we prefer what's familiar and what's known. The mind knows how to navigate it. And even if that known and familiar pattern or habit that you have is actually hurting you, for the mind, there is no bad or good habits. It's just a habit. It just is. It just exists. And because it's a habit, it will try to keep 
happen at all costs. So hire someone who will help you to navigate through the intricacies of your subconscious mind. By the start, by all means, buy some pre-recorded hypnosis, do some journaling, meditation. If you want to go deeper, I would certainly suggest to find someone you resonate with. This is really important that you feel comfortable with this person because you're going to ideally want to be comfortable and open up about what's going on in your life in order to get the biggest transformation that you can. And just take it from there and see where that takes you. I second that. This starts on my own and then starting working with someone. And also I want to encourage that. It doesn't have to be an either or. You can do both. You can work with a professional and then in between sessions still do some work on your own to speed up that transformation but definitely having someone that is a professional and an expert that can point out your blind spots because i have worked with women i have friends that they swear they don't need the mindset work that they are fine they feel worthy and good enough but yet the way they are showing up is so not true and yeah. there, is, there is no judgment there it's just so hard to um, figure out on our own where we get to grow where we get to shift and change and having someone holding that mirror and pointing the way can be so invaluable and really speed up the process so much but that's the key word that you said this is a blind spot we we can't even see it because it's not even in front of us <laughs> it's we can't even see our patterns like you said because i've had that friend as well and I said do you think that you feel like you're good enough and you're worthy she's like absolutely like no problem and I'm like okay I've got a thing for you would you mind do a thing for me stand in front of the mirror look yourself deeply into your eyes take a few slow breaths and really pay attention into your eyes and tell yourself for 10 minutes that you love yourself deeply she's like I can't do that well, if you cannot do that, then you do not love yourself and you have some deeper issues in yourself going on, whether that's not worthy, not good enough, whatever that is. And I had that problem too. When I did the exercise for the first time, I was like, hell no, there is no a chance that I am going to look into my own eyes and tell myself how much I love myself. Now I'm loving this exercise, but it took work. It didn't just happen. Because I needed to unravel my identity, my subconscious beliefs and values to get to this point. Oh, thank you for sharing that story. It's so powerful. First, I've been doing the mirror work and telling myself about the mirror. I love it. It was so uncomfortable. But also, I just kept focusing on what I thought were my flaws and all the things that I didn't like. And it took time to actually look at myself and see the real me had your attention on what you did not like yourself and then that's how you would project yourself out into the world and that's how would people see you and then we are surprised that our lives are not what we want them to be if we keep telling ourselves i'm not good enough i can't do it this is never going to work for me i'm too thin i'm too fat i'm too this i'm too that mind doesn't know what's real and what's imagined and as soon as we could speak, we tell ourselves stories. So tell yourself better stories. Don't keep telling yourself, 
that you don't have nice hair or your face is wrinkled or whatever that is because your mind takes it literally doesn't have sense of humor so don't make crude jokes about yourself and don't just make a passing fleeting comments because the mind doesn't know that you just joked it thinks that's you, you take it seriously and those simple shifts are powerful yet we kind of dismiss them as like ah okay it's nothing really I can't be bothered. I'm, I'm too tired. I'm too dead. And then we distract ourselves with alcohol, with social media, with shopping, with people pleasing, with being busy. That is a huge one for people being overly committed and overly busy so that they don't have to pay attention to how they feel. Let's say you don't, you don't like, are you looking in the mirror? You immediately go to external solutions like, I'll wear makeup, I'll do Botox. In the same way in our business where, oh, I'm not getting the results that I want. So let me buy another course. I'm trying the strategy when these shifts must happen internally first. So for someone that is unwilling to do the massive work, or maybe they are not sure that this subconscious work is for them. And they still are not connecting the dots of how it's going to bring them those results that they want. What would you say to the person? Well, if you've been doing the same thing over and over, you're not getting solutions. When will you say enough is enough and you will try something different? Because that's insanity, doing the same things over and over, expecting different results. So I noticed still a little bit misconception about what is hypnosis. Thing is, we use self-hypnosis every day and people don't realize that that's what it is so the stories you pit yourself the way you talk to yourself your inner self-talk your inner critic that's all form of self-hypnosis by repeating the same thing over and over you print this that information on your mind on your brain because for the most part Everything that we've learned about who we are and how we show up in the world, we've learned by repetition. It's going to take a bit of repetition to unlearn. But you keep repeating the same stories to yourself. You keep reaffirming your old story, your old way of being that is not getting you what you want. So what does have to happen in your life for you to say, I'm done? with my own BS and I actually want to live extraordinary life. So many of us just accept this mundane life and we think that's okay. We are all wired to be exceptional. We just forgot along the way that we are and we are capable of having extraordinary amazing lives because the society at large tells us that we have to live in certain way in order to be happy or successful. You need a big house, five cars, a husband, a child, or this or that. And I'm saying, be close to this because my definition of happiness may be very different to yours. And it doesn't mean they are bad or good. They're just different. And it, the thing is, if we go against society, then obviously it's harder because we want to belong. We want to be part of a wider community. So that's where that inner work is amazing because I am comfortable in my own skin and in how I want to live. It doesn't go with the mainstream 
idea of what I'm supposed to look like, but I'm okay with that because at the end of the day, it's my life. I spend 24-7 with myself. I have to face myself every single day. The relationship with myself I have is the most important relationship I can ever have. So why would I allow external environment to dictate how to live and how to run my business? Those are some very powerful questions that you asked there, particularly what has to happen before you decide that enough is enough. If we don't make a conscious change to say this is enough, things are just going to get worse and worse and worse. And we all heard of this terrible crisis that proper people into change, but it doesn't have to get the bad. You can't say now, I'm not available for this anymore and I want something better. So can you share an example? It can be from your own life, from a client about a um a limiting belief or a story, an identity that was dropped and reprogrammed and what results came from that? One that I like to keep bringing because it's so incredibly powerful is a client that I had who was in her 50s, I think, late 50s. And she came to me because she struggled with migrants since she was 17. It affected every single aspect of her life, career, because with migrants, she couldn't show up for herself the way she wanted, caused a lot of stress, depression. She was a little bit overweight. She tried just about everything. And nothing really worked for the most part or gave some results. But then she was back to having migrants. She was on various medications. And she just had enough and she thought, I want to try something different. And when I asked her about her childhood, her family and everything else, it's kind of what you said earlier. Perfect. My family was amazing, amazing relationship between the parents, between her and the siblings. Bap. And I'm like, hey, that's fine. After we had our session, it turned out that her childhood wasn't as perfect as she wanted to remember because her dad had migrants and she wanted to be like her dad and her dad was away a lot. So when we tell our mind, I want to be like my dad, it's like, hey, the thing about your dad, the biggest thing is the fact that he's got migrants. Then... She also wanted attention. She believed that her mom doesn't love her and give her as much attention that her brother gets. But when she had migrants, she was getting all the attention. Then when she was 17, she developed a series of migrants because then she was getting all the attention from her mom. She had a better relationship with her mom. She was like her dad and everything that followed. And she was wowed what came up during the session because the migrants was just coping mechanism a strategy that she created so she got what she wanted she wanted mom's attention she was like her dad she was getting everything that she wanted price she paid for this was having migrants for decades but she didn't know this because she didn't remember consciously and after we had our session, 
No more migrants. She lost weight. No more stress. No more depression. She looks fabulous. All we changed is getting to the root cause of why she fed the migrants in the first place. And that's so powerful because especially with medical issues like this, when there's unexplained pain or chronic disease or something that medical establishment can't seem to find a reason, they can't seem to help you. It's worth to have a look what's going on in your subconscious mind. Because the same will go into if you believe that you are not worthy. Or I had a client who struggled with self-sabotage and imposter syndrome because she grew up in a violent home where there was alcohol, abuse, you name it. So what we bring out from the early years absolutely plays the part and a role in how we are today. We just need to be willing to and go through that growth process of shedding those layers, going through the emotion, processing those trapped emotions, looking into our past and letting go. Because the price is high. Because what would you rather work with someone for three to six months and absolutely suit for the stars or continue the way you are and most likely get worse and worse and worse and bigger problems down the line. Wow, that was so powerful. Thank you for sharing. That really shows the power and importance of doing this work. The thing that we tolerate or put up with that can be healed and you can get your life back, your health back and really create a massive transformation. So thank you for sharing that. Is that... Anything else that you would like to mention before we wrap up? I think the one thing that I would like your audience to take away is just to become curious. So rather than putting up with things that may seem normal, just ask yourself, what is the belief here? Do I want to continue this belief? Or do I want a different belief? Because just because you have one, it doesn't mean that you cannot change it. Just be curious and stop putting up with less than extraordinary life. I love that. And for everyone that wants to go deeper with this work and they want to work with you, where can they find you? So they can go into my website, which is www.bravingthebeing.com where they can book a consultation with me and check my website and, and see if I resonate with them. Uh, we're going to put all the link in the show notes. Now I encourage everyone to check it out because this work can truly be life-changing. Thank you so much for being with us today and sharing your wisdom with us. Well, thank you for having me. Thank you for listening to the Treasures Within podcast. If you've enjoyed this episode, if you found even one small nugget here, to help you get out of your own way and build a successful business, share this episode with a friend or two so they can benefit from it too. Please follow this show on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave a rating and a review. Believe it or not, every little action really does help to get the podcast found by other female entrepreneurs who need to hear this message too. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Bye for now.